Did you know that it's okay to say no? Of course you did. And surely you've heard it said to you probably way more times than you care to remember. So why then is it so difficult for so many of us to say no to others? Hi there, I'm your host, Lisa LaCasse. Join me every week as I share the latest trends, tips, and tricks to avoid the deterioration and diseases of aging. Nothing gets easier with age, but there's so much we can do to keep it from getting harder. Let's have fun adding not just years to our life, but life to our years. Hey there, healthy friends. Welcome to another episode of the Choose Your Future podcast. If we haven't met yet, I'm your host, Lisa LaCasse, and I'm thrilled to have you here today. Now, obviously, we have people from all over that listen to the podcast, and I'd just like to start out and say, if you're in Hawaii, I surely hope you're safe. Our prayers and thoughts are with you. And anywhere else, like we're having so many weather issues with extreme heat, flooding, fires, you name it. So wherever you are, please take care of yourself and your loved ones. And I really do hope that you are safe. In this episode, we're diving deep into a topic that affects so many of us, including myself, the dangerous habit of people pleasing. We're going to uncover research-based facts, I'm going to share an inspiring story, and I'm going to give you actionable steps that you can use right now to start to break free from this cycle we have of people pleasing and not being able to say no. So grab your favorite drink, find a cozy spot, whatever you need to do, and let's get started. So it's no secret that people-pleasing can have serious consequences to our health and our overall well-being. Did you know that there are studies that show that people-pleasers often face elevated stress levels, they have anxiety, and even suffer from depression? These people tend to compromise their own needs for the sake of others. So many of us do that, especially if we are parents and we are in relationships or a job where we are not the boss. So we neglect our self-care, we neglect our personal growth, and over time, this can lead to emotional exhaustion, burnout, and even just plain old physical health issues and serious ones at that. So before we dig, dig in, I'd like to uncover who's most likely to fall into these people-pleasing traps, okay? Research indicates that individuals that have a lower self-esteem, that have perfectionist tendencies, and that have a strong fear of rejection are more prone to becoming people-pleasers. They seek external validation as a means of boosting their own self-worth, and often it's at the expense of their own well-being. Women are more likely to become people-pleasers, and it usually starts in childhood. They are more likely to become people-pleasers than men, especially women of our era, the Gen Xers. We were told as small kids only to speak when we were spoken to. We were told not to talk back. We were told not to question authority, and we were always supposed to respect others, especially our elders. 
And, you know, I still think we should respect elders and respect others. And that whole teaching that we had and the way we grew up, it was great in so many ways, but in other ways, it wasn't so great. For a lot of us, it somehow gave us um, internal cues that we had, but that the things that we thought or what we had to say didn't matter. Our feelings were maybe less significant than others. And pretty much we just got the message that we should just shut up and put up. Well, today it's not in all cases, but the majority of people pleasers are still insecure to a degree and they're often peacemakers. Statistics show that it's really common for those with severe people-pleasing tendencies to struggle with their weight, with their confidence. They're likely to be caretakers or people who work somehow in the service industry, especially like nursing or a medical setting or something uh, maybe like waitressing where their job is to just keep other people happy, give them what they want, make them feel good. And, um, just to always let the customer know or the patient know that they're right and be there caring for them constantly. So I want to share an example um, that I have. It's one of my coaching clients who always comes to mind on this topic, who was struggling to find time with her workouts and to prep her healthy meals because she was constantly saying yes to others. So she would make Actually, this sounds like almost all of my clients I've had. They all struggle to find time to do all these, and they all take care of everyone else, which is great, but they need to take care of themselves. So anyway, this woman would make one meal for her husband. She'd make kid food for her kids. And then if she still had the time and energy, she would make something for herself. So needless to say, there were many days where she did run out of time or energy, and instead of making something healthy, she was often eating someone else's meals, and she was rarely eating those things that she had planned for herself. We had planned them days ahead. She wasn't giving herself the time she wanted for exercise. She rarely got enough sleep, and she realized her time with her kids was so valuable and she didn't want to just, and she didn't want to stress her husband out by asking him to have to watch them for an hour or so even. So over time she built up resentment and her health really started to struggle. Needless to say, she wasn't getting anywhere near her goals and her self-confidence was starting to tank and it just set off a whole negative chain of reactions really. So at some point, she was able to come to the realization that she was neglecting herself, but she was making her family happy. She was making her boss happy. She was helping at the, out at the church where she was making them happy because they didn't have enough help. She was that person that you could always go to when something needed to be done, and she would do it. She did it on autopilot. And she just realized she was prioritizing everybody's needs above hers. And in that process, she was losing herself. And like I said, her health was deteriorating. So how do you know if you're a people pleaser and if you're putting your own mental and physical well-being at risk? So I'm going to give you probably the top four signs that this may be you. The first one is that you have difficulty saying no. If saying no 
makes you almost feel sick. It fills you with dread and you find yourself constantly agreeing to do things that you don't want to do. No matter how much you don't want to do them, you're still saying yes. That's a really huge red flag. Sign number two is neglecting your self-care. So if you're doing everything, if you're making sure that your family is getting a healthy meal and they're getting to all their activities, but you're not getting a health meal, healthy meal and you're not getting to your activities and you're not getting your sleep, then you're sacrificing your own self-care routines. And that is a good indicator of a people-pleasing tendency. Sign number three, do you seek constant approval. If you feel the need to be liked by everyone and your self-worth depends on other people's opinions, it's time to take a look at that, a close look, because that's another sign. And this can be little, this can be that you post something on Facebook. And if somebody, especially if there's someone you have in mind, doesn't like it or doesn't leave a comment or whatever, and you feel like a loser, that's crazy because maybe they didn't even see it. So we need to stop. We're grownups. We need to stop seeking other people's approval. There's times when it's important. You want your kids to respect you. You want your partner to find you attractive. You want your boss to be pleased with your performance in hopes that maybe you'll get a raise. You want your patients or your clients to be satisfied with your work and hopefully even rave about you. But in general, we absolutely not, do not need everybody to have a good opinion or an approval of everything that we do. The last sign that you might be suffering with people-pleasing troubles is that you avoid conflict. And people-pleasers often go to great lengths to avoid confrontation even if it means suppressing their own feelings. And I don't think anybody truly loves confrontation, but sometimes you know that you have to do it. And if you would rather just walk away every single time, then you are, you're, you're suffocating your own emotions and your own needs. So that being said, we need to know how we can move past some of these tendencies. And there, there is steps that we can do that are rooted in research to help you to overcome some of these um, behaviors. So let's talk about those. Step one, there's actually five steps that we go through to overcome this. And step one is kind of it, you know, it seems like no matter what we talk about, this is step one, which is self-awareness. When I was a kid, I remember people would always say the first step to solving a problem is to realize that you have a problem or to admit that you have a problem. And this is kind of the same thing. I mean, if we're not aware of what we're doing, how are we going to fix it, right? So I want you to think about your motivations behind saying yes. So maybe it's something you really want to do, and that's great. But are you seeking validation or are you avoiding conflict? Because we often say yes when we don't want, well, or we don't want to say no 
for one of these two re- reasons, and it's either for someone else's validation or it's to avoid conflict. So acknowledge what you're doing and the patterns that you have, and this is the first step towards making a change. Do like an honest self-assessment, think about your behaviors, and identify situations where you tend to prioritize others over yourself and try to figure out where that's coming from if it's not something that you really want to do because you're going to find almost every time it's either because you're seeking validation or you're avoiding conflict. And once you figure that out, it will be easier to stop saying yes. Step number two, set boundaries. And you have to understand that setting boundaries is actually a form of self-respect. It's not being selfish. And I think once we learn to think of it that way, it becomes so much easier to set boundaries without having any guilt. It is self-respect. So practice um, a communication that lets you express your limits while maintaining compassion. So let people know this is how much you'll do and you really love the charity or whatever, but this is the most you can offer too. assess your current boundaries and determine where they need to be reinforced. So remember that boundaries are crucial for maintaining your well-being. Step number three is radical self-care. You have to take care of you. Dedicate time each day to activities that will nourish you, that nourish your body, your mind, your soul. Prioritize exercise, prioritize some sort of spirituality, whether it's prayer, meditation. Do eat healthy, just eat healthy and get quality sleep and don't make compromises. You might have a healthy meal planned and your partner wants to run to McDonald's and that doesn't mean you need to eat McDonald's, eat your healthy meal. Like you don't have to compromise for someone else. Prioritize your self-care like it's a non-negotiable meeting. You would not break an important meeting with a coworker or your boss because something fun came up. So you should not break appointments that you set with yourself. And just remember that regular exercise, nourishing meals, and relaxation are your secret weapons, and they're the powers that help you to be the best for everyone else that you're trying to please. Step four is to work on self-compassion. Treat yourself with kindness and understanding. Remember that perfection is not the goal. So if you do take that hour to maybe exercise and eat something healthy, and you find that you know, this had more fat or calories or whatever than you originally had planned, or you didn't walk as far as you had expected to, you're not a failure. Progress and self-love are the important part, and that's the real goal. Understand that you're human, you can't please everyone, embrace your uniqueness, and grow from your experiences, and know that you gave your all. And once you start having compassion for yourself, you're not judging yourself, then you don't get down on yourself and quit as soon as something doesn't work out. Step number five is looking for sustainable support. 
Surround yourself with a tribe that uplifts and understands your journey. Seek guidance from mentors, coaches, therapists, or somebody who specializes in the area of personal growth you're working towards. And always there are community groups that you can get into that are there to support you. Develop a repertoire of positive affirmations for yourself to boost your self-worth. And really try to notice how much you are looking for external motivation. Remember, Oprah didn't get great reviews. People weren't loving her, but she kept on her goal. She kept working and ultimately everybody loved her. You know how many things she had to turn down, how many maybe social events or whatever it was to get to where she wanted to be. So that's just part of how this all works. And I want you to just think about if you get any group of people together, whether it's a party or a meeting or Let's just say everybody's coming to your house. There's going to be somebody in the room who's cold. There's going to be somebody in the room who's hot. I'm always that person because I'm vegetarian that when we go someplace, I don't eat the meat. And there's always somebody with me or around me who doesn't eat the vegetables. And that's okay. That's why there's more than one flavor of ice cream, because people like different things. But that being said, you will never make everyone happy. So now you might be wondering, what do I do if saying no triggers anxiety for me? Because I've been telling you how important it is to reduce your stress. Well, I think this is a great question, and that's why I want to address it. So we have to embrace discomfort like we have when we say no, in the beginning anyway, as part of growth. We can take a deep breath and remind ourselves that our well-being matters just as much as anyone else's. Remember that when you say yes to someone else, especially if it's something that you don't want to do, you're probably saying no to yourself. And that's not okay either. That's just not right. When you say yes to someone that you don't want to say yes to, how good of a job are you going to do anyway? Certainly your heart's not going to be in it, but it's just as important for you to protect your feelings and your needs as it is to protect those of others. And speaking of others and their needs, you might be wondering how you cope with maybe disappointing others. Well, remember that saying no isn't inherently disappointing others. It's about honoring your truth, yourself, and your needs. So people who truly care about you will respect your honesty and value your well-being. Have you ever maybe asked your parents to watch your kids and you really were hoping they would say yes, but they had something else. And then they'd say, oh, well, I'll cancel that or I'll make it work. And then you're like, no, 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 because you don't want to impose on them. You don't want them to do things that they don't want to do. And by the way, you got babysitters, whether they're aunts and uncles or cousins or whatever, that's not even a problem sometimes. But you know how guilty you feel when somebody says yes to you when they don't want to. So why do this to others? And why not show them 
show others that you respect yourself by saying no when it doesn't work either because people respect you more when you show self-respect. So I'm really hoping that you did get something out of this episode because honestly, people-pleasing is just one of those things we don't set out to do it or set out not to do it. But for so many, it's just part of our personalities and it's something that we do all the time and then we regret it, but we're not even really aware at that moment when it happens and so we don't know how to change it and we might be afraid to change it a little bit. And sometimes we just need a different perspective to see that we aren't really doing anybody favors when we're making ourselves miserable and maybe even affecting our health. I hope that you find some ways in here to change your people-pleasing tendencies and remember that your health and your happiness matter and setting boundaries really is an act of self-love. And, you know, at some point it's actually a necessity. So. Thank you again for joining me today and stay tuned for another enlightening episode next week. I wish you health and happiness till next time. And don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment and share this podcast with other people who you know that could benefit from it. And I'm just going to throw out a quick disclaimer that content provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only, and it should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice. Consult a healthcare professional for personalized guidance. See you next week. You know I care about you and your well-being, and that's why I just have to share about the products I found, the top line, fully organic health and nutrition products that you can get everything from vitamins to protein and collagen and CBD oil and reds and greens and oh my gosh, magnesium, you name it. You can get these products, top notch, full organic products for 50 to 70% off what others are charging. I know, I didn't believe it either. I've been wanting to get this Greens product, $90. The one that I found is 18, and I thought it couldn't be nearly as good. Well, it turns out the only way I could get the other product was if I was an affiliate for them. And when I went to sign up, I found out that affiliates get $30 out of that $90. And then you, if well, me, if I would have, purchase it would get another 20% off because I could use their code or their link, which takes the product almost down to what I found it for. And it's time to stop overpaying. I want you to be able to afford and use the things that your body's looking for, the supplements. And if you don't know which ones, we can discuss that at any time. I always have my information in the show notes. But if you're looking for high quality products at a very affordable price, because value is king, please click on the links below and check it out.